Did you know penguins poop every 20 minutes? That was your fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing worse than sucking a little. Thank you, math guy. He's the numbers guy here for a reason. Everyone's like, oh, he did the thing. Rick Rocks. Remember that episode where they eat their poop? That's actually really good to know because I was I was really counting on you biting your nails beforehand so your little little sissy fingernails couldn't open up the can and we'd still be tied up after this week and there's two things shotgun you can count on me biting my nails at some point taxes guess there's three things and the Patriots not winning close football games what about death. That's Isn't that the saying? Not to me. Two things in life what are certain death and taxes. Didn't death. Drake say that? Not today. Yeah, but the, the quote is not today, but it hey, doesn't apply that it... Maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Hey>, tomorrow. <laughs> what, did Drake, what did Drake do? Maybe it's not Drake. Drake. Maybe it's... What's maybe what it's did... Money in the Grave. I don't know. Like it, Oh, that's Drake. Drake. It was him and Rick Ross. Yeah, is it Rick Rocks? Rocks. Rick Rock, Rick Rock, Rick Rocks, Mike, Mike Apartments. Uh, who's the uh, first James, guy? James. Um, James. Uh, uh, fuck. James. The first one was Waddle. James, James Waddle. Waddle. Yeah, We're building we're, an all-star team. We're here mispronouncing names <laughs> in the easiest ways possible. That makes any Martin sense. Martin X. I did. I did call <laughs> Malcolm X Martin X about ten minutes ago. Um, but in my defense, uh, what I was trying to get after was a superhuman um, breed between uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King in super, one person. A super activist. Yeah, super activist. Superhuman rights. He, he got shit done. Um, well, welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. Um, <laughs> coming off of a good week against the Chargers. Great week. We only let up six points. Um, you know, defense played outstanding. I Let me – be the first to clear the air here. I want to apologize to any fantasy managers I may have led astray. Because Keenan Allen did not, in fact, put his genitalia anywhere near our team. No, he was nowhere to be found. And Austin Eckler was just – he was nowhere he was to be found. Worse. Yeah. 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 I, the thing about the Chargers is that they always get this talk in the preseason that, oh, my God, he got so much talent around him. And it's true. They do. They have a ton of talent around him. But – they always get real built up, and then when the season starts, they underperform every year, and we always forget that they do that. So when it I, happens, yeah. you know, like we we circled this game on the calendar, we're like, oh, this might be a tough one. If we had, if we had even a mediocre offense, you know, like if we had a top twenty offense in the NFL, if, if we had the twentieth best offense, we win that game. Honestly, if we have Kendrick Bourne, we win that game. Even with Bailey Zappi, Bailey that- Zappi's got no one to throw to. And to be honest, like he didn't have a great game. He had he had okay pocket pocket movement. That was like entertaining to see. He got like just running away from Khalil Mack the whole game. Um, mm-hmm. But Mac Jones was would not have been running. Mac Jones would have gotten sacked in the pocket every single time. But you know, even like Kendrick Bourne, he would have been a huge addition. But I think to nail on your point um, a second ago, I think that the Chargers are just one of those teams that have just been cursed from from the moment that they became an NFL franchise and they just have never shown that they're capable to actually be a competitor. And I know it's not easy to be a, a great team in the NFL and there's a, a handful of teams that have never won a championship and there's a handful more that have never even come close. But the Chargers are just one of those teams where, you know, everyone's kind of 
kind of putting in them, putting them in that like Super Bowl bubble, as you were saying at the beginning of the year, every year, and they just always under underperform how they should. Yeah, it's because um, they're always like, oh, Justin Herbert, oh, he's a top five quarterback, yeah. and everyone's like, oh, it's an offensive just, league. Here we go, hey, Justin Guess Herbert, what? worst defense over the yeah. last twenty five. I don't know how long Chargers been around, but it's probably been a little while. Way more. The Chargers, the Chargers have been around since like the seventies. Yeah, it's... Justin Herbert overrated. He's so bad. He's terrible. Honestly, they should just trade him to us, and you know, we'll give you something. Uh, we'll give you. I saw. I saw Chris Long's Chris Long's podcast. I didn't see his podcast, but I saw a clip from his podcast yeah. where he's basically saying how this was going to be a crazy game because afterwards. Bill Belichick was just going to get right on that airplane and he was going to join his new quarterback, Justin Herbert, and become the coach of the Chargers. Oh, imagine. That would be crazy. I mean, it would be pointless because they yeah. are not going to make the playoffs this year. No, it wouldn't. But, I mean, if, if Belichick's the coach of the Chargers next year, I think he's that, – that's, that's a dream situation for Belichick because you got a good offense where you don't got to worry about it. But also – you're a good enough coach where you can fix the problems on the yeah, defense, the defense by himself because, my goodness, our our defense has been Amazing. playing out of their minds these past couple of weeks, and it's so tough to just look at this team and just all the negative energy saying how shitty we are. But it's like we got a pretty good half. Our team is great. Half, half of our, our team, team is a third. So good. A third of our team is good. That's, Special teams is yeah, bad that's too. true. Special teams is bad. But hey, we did make NFL history this past week. I don't know if you all saw at home, but first team in NFL history to allow 10 points or less in a three-week span and go 0-3. So etch our names in the history books. We're forever engraved in um, in the NFL's lore. No one can take that away from us. Nope. And we, guess what? When we win the Super Bowl next year with Caleb Williams and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and Fuck it. We're also going to get Drake May. We're going to get all, all three of them, and we win the Super Bowl. Dude, imagine the draft picks we would need to trade to get all three of those players. We would need to – We would need to. Bill Belichick would have to sell his soul, I think. We'd – Yeah, we'd probably need to trade Belichick too here. But I don't know. Oh, who, definitely. No, well – But Bears would – The Bears well, the Bears are who pick. we thought they were. The Bears are who we thought they were. We let them off the whole um, Crazy how the Bears might I, end up with the first pick. I don't year. think they're going to take a quarterback. I really so don't. Ass. I don't think if they have the first pick, I think they. Why wouldn't they trade it? Well, because I mean, they could Bowles, do the same thing that they did last year. It would make sense, you know. You mean that the imagine if they just stockpiled pick because last year they had the number one pick. They traded it back, got a bunch of picks from Carolina, and now they have Carolina's pick, which will probably be number one, and their own pick is going to be number four. So they can do the same thing they did last year, and then just, they're just keeping a pile of picks, and they're just going to keep trading with horrible teams, even though they are a horrible. I, I think the Bears are honestly one of those franchises too, but they're a little different no, um, than the Chargers. Good. Yeah, but they're just living in the past. Good, you know, they won one time, freaking, I don't know, nineteen eighty five Bear eighty five Bears, right? One of the best teams ever. Let's think about that. Um, we're almost getting close on thirty years. Wrong that it's been 38 oh, yeah. years. 38 years. 40 years. <laughs> We're almost at 48 years. Thank you, math guy. He's the numbers guy here for a reason. We're almost going up 48 years. No, no, no 30. It's 38. It's Sorry. almost at 40. Okay, you, you, you're, this is, you're this right. This is the math guy. podcast. It's getting tough. It's, it's getting math tough. And We're about learning, fun, 
Anyways, 30, 38 years. Not and the fact cool. that you still see, I mean, I don't know. In, in 30 years from now, are we going to be showing up the Patriots games wearing the iconic Bill Belichick sweatshirt? Probably. Bill Belichick jersey. Well, I'm, think I'm, about sure, it. I'm sure people will this be. Is, that's how dynasties end, right? Like, you had the Cowboys, obviously, that were unbelievably good in the 90s, and they haven't won a Super Bowl since. Dude, they, they, made, they get clowned. Their, their first playoff win was against Brady in, in years. Yeah, I mean, they get clowned relentlessly online because everyone's like, oh, Cowboys fans, oh, talk to I, me when you win. I am one of those people. Yeah, so we're, we are certainly in the wheelhouse of becoming Clown that boy. fan base. You know, we're on that trajectory. Uh, we, I don't – I think we have obviously a couple more years of wiggle room. <laughs> to sort of figure some things out because right now what, what pretty much happened is I feel like we were on, we were driving an Aston Martin with Tom Brady, like somebody we are in the passenger seat of an Aston Martin and our driver just jumped out the passenger side or the driver's side door. And right now it feels like we're going 150 miles an hour with nobody controlling the wheel. And well, I don't know. It was when we got Cam Newton, people were hyped and we made, I was hyped. Uh, if we, we had Cam Newton close, right we now, close. we would, we would have, like seven or eight wins. I believe that if we not like current, like 2023 Cam Newton, if we had 2020 Cam Newton on this team, I think we win seven or eight games. Uh, I mean, he, he, he was, I mean, we definitely had more wins. We did our, the last three games we probably would have won just because we literally needed. Yeah. And that puts us 11 points. Five wins. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Honestly, I think if we had Nick Folk on this team too, we would have at least three more wins. I don't believe that. I, I genuinely believe that. No one can convince me otherwise. I am, but honestly, as much as I hate to say it, because I'm a I'm a huge Nick Folk guy, it's probably it's probably for the best. Because if we had three more wins, our draft position would be up at least eight picks. Yeah, and the difference between two and eight in the NFL draft a lot magnificent. Yeah, I, I will say. If we were going to suck, we're doing it the right way. You know, we're sucking really bad. There's nothing worse than sucking a little bit. You know, like if you have like the 11. We're not. Well, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough to say we're sucking really bad when our defense is crazy. Like what if our defense was giving up like 30 points? Out, like, that, well, that would be rec- really record bad. Wise, you know, uh, th- yeah, that even is more encouraging horrible. because it makes it seem like we're not that far off. You know, if we're, we're a staying, quarterback away, literally, well, it feels that way. Like we're a quarterback and a few offensive pieces away. It feels like from being competitive again. I'm not saying competitive for a Super Bowl because I don't think that's going to happen overnight, obviously. But I mean, competitive, like you are not going into the game knowing you're going to lose. You know, I want to just feel like we can beat bad teams and compete with good teams again. I was watching. There's nothing sadder. I think currently as a Patriots fan, than going and watching old Patriots highlights that aren't even old. Like I'm talking like four years, like 2019. I was watching 2019 Patriots highlights, the boogeyman defense. And it was from the first half of the season, we were unstoppable. All the scores that I were that I saw on the bottom, it was like 36 to nothing, like 42 to 14. And I was like, when is we haven't even scored? I don't even know if we've scored 42 points the whole season combined it's ridiculous it's so sad and i miss like the players were happy i'm sure i was happy what a i haven't been happy <laughs> since the patriots put up over 30 points i haven't i haven't been happy since tom brady threw that pick to logan ryan 
that was honestly that's such a sad way to end it for, for the Patriots. And of all people, Logan. I mean, I guess it, it is it better that it was Logan Ryan. It stings a little bit. Uh, well, I will say like last it. time, I was genuinely like consistently happy as a Patriots fan because I was definitely happy when we beat Buffalo this year. That was awesome. But um, I would say like when we went on our little run um, last year with Mac where it looked like we might make the playoffs and then we didn't. Yeah, we we almost snuck into the playoffs last year. If we win that last game, who would we play? We played the Dolphins last game. I think we I think that was a must-win game for us, but then they snuck in. Yeah, uh, but you know, I think I just miss that the, feeling, man. I miss yeah. it. I mean, you know, as crazy as it seems, I agree with you. I don't think we're that far away. I think Crazy to say it, that as a two and yeah, two it, and ten it really is incredibly delusional. And we're also two people that said that we were going to win 10 games this year yeah. and make the playoffs. Still, I mean, 10 so, is off the table now, but to be completely honest, it's still possible that we can make the playoffs. There is a route. It's a narrow route, but we can do it. It's a narrow and treacherous route. We're right? not mathematically eliminated yet. A yes. lot of teams are going to need to lose consistently. For, and we're going to need to win out. <laughs> Almost everybody is going to have to lose out. The Texans are going to have to lose out. The Bills are going to have to lose out. The Steelers will have to lose out. And probably the Colts, too. Those four Shouse teams. off that Colts. That's, it's possible. Shice off that Colts. If we, Bailey Zappi showed some promise last game. Even, even like, the, score doesn't mean everything, right? Scores don't win your football games. No, they don't. Defense wins championships. Yeah. We've always known that. We've been yeah. believers. And you know what? We got honestly first first game for Bailey Zappi to start against the like Los Angeles Chargers. Like, of course, it's not going to go wrong. It, it's like a negative times a negative doesn't always equal a positive. Unfortunately, he ran into the wood chipper that was the unstoppable force, Khalil Mack. Who, by the way, welcome back to 2014. Khalil Mack leads the league in sacks. He may or may not, if things keep going the way they are be the defensive player of the year this season. That would be awesome. I love Khalil Mack. I don't love him when we're playing against him, but I think he is one of the coolest players in the NFL to just root for. Like he went to the University of Buffalo. He didn't play football until he was a senior in high school. You yeah, know that? It, he's just a freak of nature. Like that's insane. That Like those type of – there's people like that that can just jump into a sport and be the best at it. Like Mahomes too. I, I don't think he started playing football until high school. and He just – he was a catcher in baseball, and like they were just like, you should play quarterback. And he's like, okay. And then he <laughs> All right, man, was right. pretty successful. He went to Texas A&M, right. and, you know, no, he he's, he's he been – Texas Tech. Ah, same difference. That all we are Texas history school. podcast, and everything we say is true. Then Did Johnny Manziel go to Texas A&M? Yes. They have similar jerseys too, right? No. No? Texas A&M is like burgundy, and Texas Tech is black and red. This is maroon. No, it's it's like the color of your hat, red, a little darker. That's nice. Yeah, but they were good. Did you know, Mike Evans? Uh, not only is this his tenth tenth straight one thousand yard receiving season, he's also at ten touchdowns, meaning that he's on pace currently right now to have the best season of his career. And a lot of people aren't. Really talking about that? He's doing really well. And if I like, if I were to name you the top five receivers in the league currently, I don't think I'd say 
I don't think I'd say Mike Evans. Um, I mean, he's, he's always been one. he's always been that type of receiver. He's always been a very very good receiver, but he's never been like top of the class. You know, I yeah. think I think he'll be a Hall of Famer because he Mr. Consistency, Mr. Consistency. He did it forever. You know, from from the moment he stepped onto a football field, he's he was one of the top people to look out for on the field. But he was never like the best in the league. Yeah. You know. How many of the seasons that Mike Evans has played football can you say he's a top five receiver? I don't think it's many, but I think over the course of Maybe his like career, two or three. Yeah, he's 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 earned it. Because I mean, you got to think too. He sort of came into the league as like Julio and AB and like AJ Green even still were dominating. Odell was still good then. Too. They got drafted in the same class. That's true. Odell was just. Much flashier. I, I was say <laughs> early on statistically through Odell Beckham's first two seasons, he was on pace, and this is not an exaggeration. He was on pace to be the greatest receiver of all time. He had such an incredible first two seasons. It's very sad, I think, that he's sort of gotten hurt and not been able to reproduce those stats in yeah. those seasons. Because I mean, he's he very exciting yeah. to watch. He had. Beef with the Giants in some weird way. I don't remember what it was. Maybe. And they were like, all right, you know what? You're going to the Browns. And he was like, okay. And the Browns were getting better at that time. And people were like, oh, they just got Baker. You yeah. know, things are spite, things are heating up, you know. But obviously it didn't work out for him, which is really disappointing. That would have been that would have been yeah. so cool if the Browns were good with Odell yeah. and Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, and Kareem Hunt too. Remember when the, it all came out that Odell liked to be pooped on? Yeah. I wonder if that was ever that was like valid. I remember he made know, an Instagram caption that was like, "He's like we shitting on everybody this year," and everyone's like, "Everyone's like, oh, he did the thing." Yeah, um, he's just trolling. Fun fact, also good segue into this. Did you know penguins poop every twenty minutes? That was your fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That, that yeah. you imagine that? Imagine every having every twenty minutes. I mean, dude, it's probably a little like a little, know? even if it's a little nug. Would you rather? Okay, here's a question. Would you rather poop like one like raisin-sized nug every 20 minutes throughout the day or once a day you know that you're going to poop out like a like a cantaloupe-sized poop? It doesn't have to be can- I mean, this like I, I I don't I mean, if it's a cantaloupe-sized well, poop, know it's probably going to be painful. Yeah. Know? Hold on. Let cantaloupe Okay, imagine how much I mean, time if out, every time 20 out. minutes you probably poop in your sleep all the time. Yeah, you have, you wake up. It does. You don't poop when you sleep. You wake okay. up and you have a bunch of little like stored up. And then you're like, shit. I got. It's gotta, like a, a <laughs> Gatling gun. It's like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think if it were every twenty minutes while you're awake, our our society would be so different. No, no, no. Not we'd society, be, just be, you. Oh, just me. <laughs> just oh, you. shit. <laughs> not, not, this isn't an everyone problem. Dude, because this is you problem. like think about like if you're you're working right and you have a meeting. I'm, my meetings last like an hour sometimes. That's three little poops. Yeah. Throughout the meeting, how am I gonna sneak that away if I'm in an in-person meeting? Well, you could have, you could do a little cutout and or like shake it down your leg. You know, it's only this big. Or just little little fucking um, little raisins, nah, what little M and M's, little dingleberries, just, little dingleberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it comes out. Um, okay, let's let's erase know. the cantaloupe. Let's say it's like a, a really long. It's like a like a two foot long like sausage link. Jesus. It like swirls around the toilet. I don't know. What are you taking here? <laughs> this is. Yeah, I don't know. 
<laughs> I'd probably do the big one. I think I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave a trail. I like. I want to take the small one, but it. I, I just think it would really be huge inconvenience, especially if people start. The words start get around yeah. that I have to poop every twenty yeah, minutes, it's, and it's a little like like you're you're in the office. It's like, like dude, what are these little candies? It. You can't hold it, and then they see it leading to your desk. I mean, I wouldn't try to poop on the ground. Maybe if it just came. What if it? What if it just like? Hands? What if it just came out sometimes? Like I just. Yeah, that's know. what I was. Yeah, you, it just. It honestly, just I think out. if it's this big, you what, would you go to the bathroom every single time? I mean, I, I don't know what what the situation is. You know, just for a little, little. Poop. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, spin zone. If you're lost in the woods, you could just retrace it, like um, Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Hamilton, Wallace, and Gromit. Like, like Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> Remember that episode when they eat their poop? Um, they're running out of clay. They're running out of clay, dude. <laughs> I, I guess, I mean, it could be helpful yeah. in the woods. It could mark your territory. Yeah. It could, you know. But also, what if what if one curious critter comes along and starts, like, nibbling on it? And, That's a tough day for that guy, man. Because that is. Feces. I mean, that could be. I mean, I don't, like. I've heard that dogs eat their poop all the time. Who's to say that other animals don't eat each other's poop? You know, if you're that desperate for food, it doesn't seem like <laughs> the worst idea in the world, in there, you yeah. know? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's a good question. But that is a fun fact um, <laughs> that penguins um, poop every 20 minutes. Yeah. I wonder um, if they poop did you like they... birds poop or like other animals. Like, do you think it's like solid or do you think it's like bird poop? It's it's probably just bird poop. It's probably a little, little. Like I mean, how often do you think like random birds poop? They poop pretty frequently. Yeah, it's a good yeah, I don't know. Friend Maybe from Brighton like, had a ton of bird poop on their car a little while back. Uh was it Bridget? See, yeah. She shut up Bridget. She, her, her car was white. And, and it's usually not. It's usually not. Yeah. Shut up, Bridget, if you're listening. I uh, hope you cleaned your car. Hope you clean, yeah. <laughs> hope they stopped attacking your car. Yeah. Um, but it is a fun fact of the day. I, I heard that uh, penguins also nap thousands of times a day too. What I don't know life. how true Dude, that is, just... but that means that that probably sucks. Imagine that's not, spending... that's not like what a life. That sucks. Because <laughs> no, imagine like you you don't want to take thousands of naps a year. If anything, you take like a nap or two a day. You know, you know what's funny about if you that? nap thousands of times a year, it means you're not napping because <laughs> you just wake <laughs> up all the time. You're probably not even sleeping in general. If you just Sleep and you fucking freak out because you're in the fucking Arctic no, and you're probably, freezing cold all the time. They probably yeah. fall asleep and wake up because every 20 minutes they have to poop. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they like, probably work together. They sleep and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> all right, shit. They just fall back asleep dude, immediately. People love penguins, but they have the shittiest lives ever. I love penguins, dude. They're good. They're oh, yeah, they're awesome. Around. They're sliding. It, like, it, it's cool, right? The idea of penguins are cool, but if you were actually a penguin and you were in a freezing habitat, you like, like 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 emperor penguins, right? Like their mates go out and get fish while they just freaking stand there with the herd for weeks on end, yeah. just hoping to survive. And they're praying that their mates come back with enough food for them and their child because yeah, that's crazy situation. And, and, honestly, and while all that is happening, you're in negative degrees, yeah. standing and you're, around, and you're huddling yeah. around, getting hunted by polar bears and leopard yeah. seals. Sounds like a really Dude, honestly, ass living. All the penguins that make it to the zoos, they they probably are like oh. This is this is the life. Yeah, getting thrown fish by a by a guy in a in a, a wetsuit and getting cheered on yeah. by a bunch of eight year olds. I mean, dude, like cat. The idea of captivity, you know, it's it's it it seems 
inhumane and like it is for reasons, you know, but also think about like how comforting it must be to not have to like survive and the threat of being eaten in natural habitat. Like, I don't know what that's like. None of us do. We, we have lived sheltered lives in a sense, um, domesticated by our society. Long story short, that's a fun fact. We got deep (laughs) out of nowhere. I was just talking about penguins. I have another fun fact for you. (laughs) Okay. Did you know, um, that out of all of the NFL MVPs, there has been one kicker. Mm. And his name is Mark Dwayne Mosley. Mark Dwayne Mosley? Yes. Mark Dwayne Oh, that's Rosley. him, huh? Yeah, that's him. Wow. White Looks man. Like a normal guy. I'd... What is he? Uh, I thought he was like Italian or something, but he played for a few teams. He played for the Eagles, Oilers, and the Redskins. He won the MVP as a member of the Redskins in 1982 during a shortened season. But it's crazy looking at these stats. He played nine games. I'm sure everyone played nine games that year, but um, his kick percentage was 84%, and he scored 76 points. So I don't know how many of the kicks he made were super, super clutch kicks or, or whatnot. Actually, was that his? Oh, I guess his extra point percentage is 84%, but his, his field goal was 95. That's so he was good. he was pretty good. He was a pretty good kicker. Um from 50 yards plus, he uh he didn't attempt any kicks, but from 40 yards, he was five for six. So good job, Mark. Proving the haters wrong. Mark Dwayne. Um, not only quarterbacks can it is Ooh. crazy though, because I feel like the MVP award has turned into a quarterback award. But I have a question for you. What do you? And I hope I, I hope this isn't your dropback question. Do, can you na- do you know who the last non-quarterback to win MVP was? That was my. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you know who it was? It was uh, in 2012. Ah, jeez, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. Yeah, dog. All day. Yeah, dog. Ad. Ad. Yeah, AD all day. Okay. People also AD call him AP. Day. It's like a big. I mean, I guess both are his nicknames, but. People called him AD in college because it was he could the thing was like he he could run all day. That's pretty cool. So it's a fun fact. Yeah, uh, Anthony Davis, shout out him. One eyebrow. Anyways. <laughs> Wait, Anthony Davis. Oh yeah, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. to be honest. But yeah, the Pats didn't do well. <laughs> yeah, no, we we didn't do well. But um, honestly, it wasn't all that bad. It was mostly bad. It was mostly bad. Just the fact that our offense couldn't get into field goal range and oh even give God. Chad Ryland a chance to kick a 40 yard field goal and miss was unfortunate. I, I saw, um, a few sites. Bryce played game. well. Bryce played well. Yeah. I mean, he may, he's maybe been a top five player on our team this season. MVP candidate. Yeah. Question mark. Um, two plays stuck out that really made me want to rip my eyeballs out. Okay. Two share. <laughs> <laughs> One was when Bailey's happy uncorked just an absolute missile right down the left hash of the field, maybe about 40 yards. Was a decent throw. Wasn't 100% the greatest throw you could ever ask for, but it got to where it wanted to go. And Tyquan Thornton laid out for it, and it went through both of his hands. Um, I had uh, an audible reaction to that. I gasped, and it was sickening. The next was when um, – It's actually funny how Tyquan Thornton 
even proved to you last game that he's just not a receiver. He's he's not a wide he's receiver a running back. because his he got he he got forty yards on a rush attempt that Devontae. Uh, I have a feeling this was the other play you were going to mention. Yeah, well, no, finish it. No, yeah, he got forty yards on a rush attempt. Um, that you know, Devontae Parker could have continued blocking upfield and maybe gotten him some more help to maybe ha- like make a move on that last guy. But instead, Devontae Parker makes a block for whatever reason, immediately thinks that we've scored a touchdown when we're on our own like thirty yard line to start the play. Turns around, looks at Tyquan Thornton. Puts his finger in the air like, yeah, we fucking did it. We were number one, baby. It's like, dude, you're two and nine. You can't even get fucking five catches a game. Like, what are you Devontae are you Parker? Doing? Devontae Parker made the initial block on the nickel. And then he looked he looked at Taekwondo and he goes, we won the game. We won the game. That was <laughs> we it. We fucking did nice it. Nice job, Taekwondo. <laughs> and Taekwondo's still like, shit, what are you doing? He's running up the field. And he gets tackled, but he, that was a good play. Best play of the day for us. Best um, play of the last few what, games, dude, to be honest with you. Because he had a good game. Ugh, no, he God. didn't. Because he had a good play. But, um, yeah, that I think it's – I enjoy watching the defense so much more than the offense, and that is just not a – it's not a good sign, you know, if if you don't expect score ever and you're just banking on the fact that – Oh, maybe the defense will make a few Dude, good plays. You want to hear a fun fact on this season? Yeah, this fun okay. fact podcast. Uh, so out of the five games that Tyquan Thornton has played in, how many receptions and yards do you think he has out of the five games he's played? I'm gonna say he has three catches for 36 yards. Um, you're actually almost spot on. Really? He has five catches. On 13 targets for 34 yards. Wow, I'm good at guessing things, dude. I'm that at... is so bad. Bad for a yeah. second round receiver that we drafted a couple of years. He was supposed they to be. Baylor. He was supposed to ignite this offense. You know, he's supposed to be that speedster on the outside, and he's been hurt for most of his career. He he's he's a very injury prone player, but I don't I don't know. It's honestly. Like we we were really dogging on the Nikhil Harry first round pick because that that was bad by all means he he was not a good NFL. But at least receiver. he played. At least he played and he could. He was move a good the run ball. blocker. He, could, he was a good run blocker and he he actually like caught the ball every now and then. Oh, you know? It's gotten to the point where we're reminiscing about Nikhil Harry. Yeah, oh it's my gotten God. It's, it's literally gotten so bad that we're thinking about how not as bad it was with Nikhil Harry. <laughs> we didn't appreciate what we had. Literally, we we really didn't. We were talking so much shit about him. Oh god! And then he went to Minnesota, and he wore number twenty eight in the preseason for Adrian. He wore Adrian Peterson's number yeah, in Minnesota. That's probably why they cut him. Yeah, like, how dare you to kill Harry? But they uh, let him do it. They were like, "Oh, we let you do this, but fuck you to kill Harry." God, what? Where did we all go wrong, man? Well, I uh, I I I don't know. I really don't know what to tell you, Andrew, but. I do know a way that we might be able to set things straight and go right. Oh, no. That's, that's with Ron. That was even worse. Wait. Hey, there it is. <laughs> Andrew, are you ready to enter the shotgun? Let's do it. Ooh. First couple alarms. I, I I forgot which one was the correct alarm. Did I win my last one or no? I think you've won one. And oh, I think I think we're both one and one. Oh uh, no, I think we. 
We both have one win, but I think we both have two two losses. This is a delicious little surprise. Cayman Jack, Margarita. Margarita. Margareti. Antonio Margareti. It's not. Margareti. Gorlami. Come again? Gorlami. One more time. Gorlami. (laughs) Thank you. And you, Dominic the Coco. <laughs> Dominic Coco. <What>? <laughs> ah, that's, that's well, uh, yes, good, good to hear. Thank you. Thank you. Grazie, um, grazie. This is a this is a very good drink. I'm excited. Um, so I got my keys right here. Mm-hmm. As I was saying earlier uh, to Andrew, I don't know if I said this when we were recording. Uh, my nails. I have no nails right now, which is it's going to be embarrassing. Don't but I'm not going to be able to open this can tab on my first try. Um, hey, do your jam. Hey, I'm going to try to do my jab, you know, the best I freaking can, man. Oh, I'm getting Cayman Jack everywhere. Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that sounded terrible. That's what, that's what the drink's called. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> um, all right. All right. We got our whole. So here we No, no, no. Go. Wait, I got to. Don't, don't look at the screen. Don't start it yet. Don't, I yeah, don't look at the screen. Position my For fingers. a second. I just want to. I want to do a little. Oh, jeez. I don't even know if I can get under here. All right, we're we're you're good, man. Good, mate. Turn towards the mic a little bit more. I don't know if you can be heard. Well, I'm just all right, be drinking it over here. Fuck, dude, I need my keys again. You messed up the hole. No, I didn't. I didn't. Mess, I can't get under the can tap. Oh, that's nice. Um, <clears throat> apologies. We are there are some technical difficulties as Andrew is attempting. Don't bite your nails, fix kids. His, fix his hole. He's don't talk about a quite hole. anxious person, so he's. Uh, Oh wait! Oh, you can't do that. Oh, oh, dude, that's a mess. No, it's not. It's. I mean, it's unconventional to say the least. I just. I feel like a child. Dude, you're, you're He's using a key to open the the tab on the box. So he's got his hole on the can, but he's he's using a key to open up the the, the tab so you can get the can open easier. But here we go. Here, Andrew, are you ready to enter the shotgun? I don't know. Okay, I think so. Okay, you ready? So, Andrew, um, for this week's question of the shotgun, I would like you to name the last six teams who have relocated their oh. NFL team. Okay. All right? Yep. Set, go. And we're off. Andrew's got the crack. It appears his fingernails have been able to puncture the tab, I think you call it, of the can. Oh, he's done! Wow, that's quick. We're getting faster and faster every week, and we—it we, was—it was—we were kind of washed at first, but now he is uh, just recovering from the initial drink of alcohol. Now are you, okay, you're, you're 23 so seconds. The Oilers? In. Are you asking for like the current team? I'm at uh, the last five teams. So, like, can I say their current NFL team right now, <clears throat> or the uh, last the former teams? That, I mean, that is one of them. So, right, so the Oilers, the St. Louis Rams, the San Diego Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Baltimore Colts. No, no. Um, fifteen seconds left. Um, the the Texans and the Jags. Do they count? They're expensive. Uh, no. What the fuck? Four seconds. The Patriots were the Boston. And the time. What, what? Time. All right. So this question it had a little bit of trickery in it. I'm not gonna lie. What? But the way it goes is so the Oakland Raiders moved to Las oh, Vegas. Oh, the Raiders. Uh, San Diego Chargers to Las 
Angeles, uh, St. Uh, Louis Rams to Los Angeles, Houston Oilers became the Tennessee Titans. Oh, and then the Los yeah. Angeles Raiders moved to Oakland, and the Los Angeles Rams moved to St. Louis. Damn it, man. Pretty interesting that two teams in Los Angeles moved out of Los Angeles at the exact same time. Yeah, I mean. Seems for, like a bad idea. For whatever bad reason, football um, just doesn't seem to stick. Yeah, but in, in that market, too, you'd think that if you just leave one of them, you know, it's a big enough market that someone would take it. Now, now what they've done again is they've said, okay, it didn't work the first time, so let's take them out and then let's do the exact same thing again and put two more teams in there. Yeah, especially a team historically that people care a lot about, like the Chargers. They always yes. have such good attendance yeah, at their game. They're going to really be able to get a solid fan base in there. I will say the St. The St. Louis Rams – yeah, they, honestly, the, that's probably one of the worst teams to ever exist. The, I mean, actually, hold on. Let me rephrase that because they had the greatest show on turf. They were actually really good for a little bit. But Kirk Warner. Did you say Kirk Warner? Kirk, Warner. Kirk, Kirk Warner is going to be the quarterback of our – he's going to be throwing to James Waddle. <laughs> Kurt Warner. Kirk Warner is so funny. Um, uh, yeah, the St. Louis Rams, after the greatest show on turf, like the mid-2000s, St. Louis Rams were some of the worst football teams to ever exist. They were so bad. We had they had Steven Jackson, who we've talked about on this podcast before, who was a dog. Dog. Um, did you know that the Colts used to be in Baltimore? Yes. Okay. They did you know Baltimore. that the Colts used to be in the AFC East? Like That's right before fact. right before Peyton Manning got into the league. The Colts I didn't know were that. in the AFC East. Imagine if Brady and Manning played twice a year for that their whole careers. Really cool. A lot. Honestly, probably would have been different in terms of the dynasty. Yeah, way different. Because yeah, honestly, a big benefit for us was that everyone else sucked in our division. And we were just ruling the land for years and years. It really is crazy that we had an, a vice grip on the other three teams in our division. And they had 20 years to try and be good with like – very high picks. Yeah, all three. Of them, <laughs> they never. Not not one of them was even. They're like close like to the competing. Jets had a few years where they were pretty good, um, but it's it's crazy to think that like the Bills sucked for that entire time for the most part. The Dolphins sucked that entire time for the most part. The Jets. They were here sucked. and there. They usually sucked. It was kind of funny because like it was either the Jets sucked the worst, or they were like. Okay, they're having a playoff run. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, Mark Sanchez had a little run too. Do you know Ryan Fitzpatrick hates Tom Brady? Yeah, he does not like Tom Brady. Yeah. So I think he I think shake I, his hand yeah, makes sense. After they beat him. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick though. So I won't He was at the against. game that we went to, the Buffalo playoff game. Really? Yeah, they put him on the jumbo and they like found him in the in the crowd. He was just sitting like amongst the people. And he oh, took a shirt. He took a shirt off. And he was waving around, and it was like negative. Why do I not remember that? He's the fucking man. Yeah, that's. I'm shocked that you don't remember that. Actually, it was very cool. People I saw. Him, remember, he didn't like make a big deal out of it. He was just there to watch. I remember, um, cheering for a Hunter Henry 20 yard reception. And it was great. And um, a Buffalo Bills fan behind me looked at me, and she said. If you continue to cheer, I will spit on you. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Let's go, Buffalo. But I continued to cheer, and she didn't do shit. Yeah. Bill's Mafia, my ass. Bill's Mafia. Where you at now? Yeah. They're, actually, they're probably they're, in turmoil right now, honestly. Probably, yeah. 
even uh, Josh Allen. People in Buffalo, they live, breathe, and die the Buffalo Bills. They they love the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> breathe and die. Yes. Go Buffalo. Yeah, I know. They're, it, uh, it's it's awesome, honestly, because there's not. I mean, I don't. Really, I don't. I'm not from base. Buffalo. I don't know much about Buffalo, but um, got good wings. they got great wings. Niagara Falls is nearby. Um, but they got football. Yeah, they got the Bills. But we got the Jets. Bills got are the who Knicks. we thought they were. Yeah, so um, I guess I, I moved to uh, – I don't even know what my record is at this point, but I only have one win. I see, you're, you're probably like one and three or one and four. We're, yeah. I'm, we're all, I'm also I couldn't one. breathe for a second there after that. I was sitting there and I was yeah. like trying to breathe and I just couldn't. Yeah, you, you killed it in like 12 seconds, but then you took another 12 seconds just like – just corralling yourself, you know. I can't believe I forgot the Raiders. The Raiders were my second favorite team, and yeah. I, I totally whiffed on that. I probably should have said top five in that one instead of top six, Cause especially because two of them were repeats. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little cheesy, yeah. a little cheesy. But you, you didn't get the Raiders as well, so it's okay. <laughs> if, yeah, but the Raiders. Yeah, but relocation question: Who is going to relocate next? Um, if I, we, we've talked about this before. We think it's the Jaguars, but if not the, the Jaguars, Jaguars, who would you want? Who would you want to just be relegated from the NFL? You know, like someone who deserves to be moved. Because honestly, I don't think the Jags probably the Chargers. The Chargers deserve to just a complete. Honestly, I think the Jets. I'm a hater as well, but the Jets fan. But, they have good fans at least. But like it's, it's fans. like I don't know. It's to me, it's like. Imagine the Rusty's sponsorship and Lightning McQueen. They if, do if remind Lightning me McQueen of the, wasn't good. good. They just sound like wash up. They they seem just like rusted over, like nuclear fallout has just occurred, and they're just coming from the ashes, and they're still cheering on their fans. But it's like, dude, you have nothing to cheer for, and you never have. You know, even this year too, it's like but they had something to cheer for. That's and it, commendable. It is, but it's just disgusting. And I'm you, probably so just a hater. I don't know. The Jets. Now that you said that, the cars thing. The Jets remind me of the green guy from Cars with the mustache. Who goes Kachuga. That's who the Jets are. Like they're never the best, but they think they are for some reason. Um, but anyways, I I don't think the Jets should be relegated because I mean, at least they like, have passion. They're fans. historically a losing franchise. Well, I feel like if you've lost for that long, for such a long time, I get you're a big market team and you know, you probably want to stay in that market, especially if you have a grip over it, probably a poor business decision to move anywhere else in the country. Mm. But I mean, the Jets knocked off the Patriots it. in 2010 when they had like the best offense in the league, they played them and they, they beat us. Um, the that's playoffs. true. But I mean, I guess that's, besides I mean, that's that, that is their ago. their only significant win that I'm at least remembering since Joe Namath times. So, yeah. if I were to get rid of a team, I would. There are a couple factors I would consider. Would it would be uh, the fans, like whether or not you have a passionate fan base, if you have good attendance, if people care about your team, uh, like history. Uh, in where you are, like locational history, and um, maybe if your logo sucks, you know, like that—that's something. So I think I remember people didn't like the Rams logo. Yeah, I, I didn't say, like it at first either, but I—I I, it's grown on me, and I really like it now. I, I like their jerseys. Everything about the <laughs> aesthetics of the Rams are 
great. <laughs> I would say the Rams were a team that I would relegate. I'd relegate the Rams. Really? Yep. The Chargers, the, specifically the Los Angeles versions of these teams. Like, they I like the San Diego Chargers, and I liked. I know I just shit on the St. Louis Rams, but they were really good uh, in the early 2000s and the very late 90s. Um, I would get rid of the Rams, the Chargers, and if I were to go to a third team. They just move there, though, both. I know, which makes it easier because they don't have fans yet. Uh, I mean, I feel like the Rams are more fans. They just want a Super Bowl. You know? they I would put, keep they, the Rams there. You know that video the where they put, like, robots in the stands? They had like robot like dummies in the stands to make it look more full. I didn't. I don't know that. Uh, let me see. NFC South. You got the Panthers, the Falcons, the Bucks, and the Saints. I'd say any. Okay, Maybe I'd the say Panthers, the Panthers, but they're also Falcons, a newer team. Falcons, honestly. What have the Falcons done? They made the Super Bowl a couple years ago. That was nice, but I mean, historically not a great franchise. Like Atlanta is definitely a, a good place for a football team, though. In Georgia, that's where the SEC is, right? I don't really know much yeah, Georgia, about lo- in the SEC. location. SEC is just Southeastern Conference. So, I mean, so that's, that's definitely a good area for a football team. So, I, like, that's what you got to think about, too. If you're in a good position now, like, you, you, you might not want to move to begin with. Um, but I think I think Chargers are at the top of that list. Also, Jacksonville. Oh, there's, there's too many teams in Florida right now. I mean, you got three. No state income tax. It's probably why there's so many of them. But I would love to see a team go abroad. I I am so excited for that. And it's definitely a huge risk for the NFL right now. But once it is eventually done, it's going to be insane. It's going to send shockwaves to the NFL. It'll be so tough, though, you know, because that team is at such a disadvantage. You have to travel across the ocean to play. They would have to do something where it's like – Four games they play in a row at home, four away, like something like that. Yeah, to help them out a little bit. And also, that's also tough, too. Four games away consistently, you know. Yeah, like you're living in an apartment for a month, but also you're a multimillionaire playing the NFL. So, yeah, positives and negatives to everything, you know. But you also are part of a team that's the first European football team playing in London or playing in a different city out there and with that it, it's it's going to be incredible like we, we've seen how passionate european fans can get over soccer and it like it's in, soccer fans are honestly probably the best fans in the world how how crazy like everyone gets unanimously in the stands all together cheering on their team is just incredible to watch like we like i guess the closest thing that i've really experienced could say to that is maybe he's like the tomahawk chop for, for Kansas City. Like they're all working together saying, What do they do? What do they say? <laughs> I, I, I was dude, making that motion. I was thinking, They go, oh, Skull. Oh. That's so cool. Yeah. Skull's, Skull's fun. Skull, I don't know. I think Skull is. We got living on a prayer. It doesn't make any sense, but I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. I, I think I agree we're living with you. on a prayer. The prayer is finished. The prayer is gone. <laughs> Our prayer is, please, Bill. Please don't score zero points next week. Please, Bill, put up points. Chad Ryland, make your kicks. <laughs> Anytime Mac Jones throws a completion, please, sir, um, I have another. <laughs> um, I think I agree with you. Uh, European fans are nuts, and it would be really cool to have a team expand like the London Black Knights, for yeah. example. 
Um, but something to think about too is do you think that they would do something similar to the NHL where you where you basically say, okay, you can hold on to 15 roster spots on your team. After that, it's free pickings. We can yeah. take anyone. Uh, what's that called? Um, expansion draft? Or no, uh, um, what's it called? There's a, a lottery stealing. Well, you um, could like protect players. I th- well, I think it's an expansion draft. I think that's what it's called because you like you can pick who you want. Um, who if you had five players that you could protect from an expansion team for the Patriots, who would it be? Five players. Okay, Christian Gonzalez. Yep, that's got to be one. The, yeah, he's got to be in there. Um, Kyle Duggar, Jabril Peppers can't take the entire defense i think there's one guy on the line that you Jeez. have to take david andrews no like i uh, think you take uh, michael, michael Wendell. Wendell. yeah no i agree i was gonna say i'd love to take david andrews but i, I don't know i think uh i wouldn't be surprised if he moved on soon he doesn't seem too uh happy and then who else would you take i would i um, agree with all of your picks for my fifth player i would I would take Demario Douglas. Bryce Berenger. No. Yeah, probably. Probably yeah. Bryce. No, I would take Demario. Yeah, Demario Douglas. Douglas would be probably the best move for us as well. Because they're all young. They're all, I mean, obviously, like Trent Brown is good, although he. he I want to say Josh Uche, but he just hasn't played much this year, and he hasn't really done He's been anything. Playing the last few weeks, he just hasn't done anything. Yeah, I mean, I, it I is it know. is tough when Matthew Judon's out and you're by yourself out there in a sense. Yeah, I guess a team would take Judon if that was the scenario. Yeah, it, it that would that's it, tough for us, right? Because Judon's our best defensive or one of our he's, 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 he's our, our best, best he's our best defensive piece. He's our best player, and it's period. it's it's. I I mean, Maybe he's older, right? We could we could hold on to him for a couple more years, but would it be worth it? Because that could be a scenario where, um, that new team could say, "Hey, also, it could not even happen. It might not even happen this way. A team could just move, you know." But I think the idea of an expansion draft is just more fun to think about. Fun. I agree. But yeah, but, uh, yeah he uh, – we have a couple of guys who are on contract this year, Josh Uche being one of them. Um, and I think we should just go through the lists of all the Patriots free agencies – or free agents and just say yes or no on whether or not you would like them on the team. We'll just do that straight away with no, no. other context. We'll each say yes or no. All right, so we're we got it here. All right, <clears throat> Hunter Henry. All right, three, two, one. No, no. okay, which is crazy too. 20, no, no context. Yeah, no context. Right, right. <laughs> Trent Brown, yes or no? Right tackle. He's not playing right tackle right now. What is He's he? playing left tackle. Oh, yeah. is right tackle. All right, three, All right. two, one. No. Yes. We okay. don't. Yeah. No context. Kendrick Bourne. Three, two, one. Yes. Okay. Okay. Gesicki, three, two, one. No. no. Jalen Mills, three, two, one. No. no. Zeke, three, two, one. No. Yes. Slater, three, two, one. Yes. Yeah, I think he retires. <laughs> to be honest, with you. I would also say I would love to have him back. But yeah. I think he retires if he wants to come back. <laughs> Miles, yeah. Miles Bryant, three, two, one. Yes. yes. Hell yes. Nick Folk, gone. Oh, that's so sad. Cody Davis, three, two, one. I don't no, know anymore. No, no. Well, I know Cody Davis. He's just a special teams guy. So, yeah. like, sure. Uh, uh, Kyle Duggar, yeah. three, two, Definitely. one. Yes. Yep. Mac Wilson, three, two, one. No. Yeah. I think he just doesn't play that much. Yeah. I like Mac Wilson, but he just doesn't do a lot. Josh Uche, three, two, one. Yes. No. 
Wow. Ty Montgomery. I, I think we definitely got to bring Josh Uche back. Three, two, two one. one. No. Josh, I mean, Ty Montgomery just hasn't played. He, he so. has like, I think he has three carries in the season. Yeah. Uh, Ty Mo- or Anthony Jennings, three, two, one. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about him. He's been playing really well the last few weeks. Barrow Brown, three, two, one. Yes. yes. He's older than Gasicki and Hunter Henry. It's interesting. Um, Therese Hall, three, two, one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, a good backup. Nice. Dude, holy shit. Wow. Mike and Wenu, three, two, one. Yes. Dude, he's getting paid $875,000. Yeah, dude, he was a, a very late round pick. That's crazy. Tyrone Wheatley Jr., <laughs> three, two, one. Yes. Yes. Bring the bring the wheat man back. <laughs> Eat your Wheaties. Trey Nixon. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Hell yes, dude. He should be on this roster. They've, <laughs> they've given up on him. Garrett Gilbert. We have Garrett Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's go, Garrett. Um, all right, all right. Let's talk so, about some of the ones. So Hunter Henry um, and Mike Kosicki, we'll, we'll just wrap them up together here. They're, they're a current tight end group. And, you know, I had I had some hope coming into this season that they'd be a good tight end package because – Individually on their on, I mean, Henry's been good for us over those past couple of years, and uh, Gesicki's was a good tight end on the Dolphins. I think that it why they've been sucking isn't completely their fault because our offense is in, in chaos. But obviously, like Hunter Henry's a captain of this team, he's getting paid twelve million dollars a year to do pretty much. I don't know, not not play up to expectation, and I guess I don't really know. When when I say expectation, I just mean if you're getting paid that much and you're a captain of the team, you should be one of the best tight ends in the league. And I don't mean you got to be like a top five tight end, tight end, but like maybe 10, 15, even fringe 15. That'd be nice. But he's playing he's like that. No, nah, but he's like stats wise. Stats wise, I mean, he's not. How many tight look up like tight end receiving leaders right now? He's probably not even close. What website do you use for that? I don't know. Just Google it. 2023 tight end receiving leaders. 2023. I would argue uh, that, I mean, tight ends usually, unless you're in a very specific tight end heavy offense, you don't get a right, ton of usage. So leading right now is Kelsey. Oh, God. Look at him. Yeah, all he's the all the way down there. there. He's down there with uh, – Chio Gizem Okarak Chigo Conquo. Yeah, that guy. No uh, Musgrave's doing better. Uh Ock yeah, is okay. doing better. Higby. Okay. Literally, he's with a bunch of bums down there. Is that Jimmy Graham at the bottom? No, it's Grayson. Okay. Mayor's down there. No offense down there. Dude, he's he's just at the bottom of the pack. He's not he's not good. Okay. Like Waller's ahead of him. Waller's been hurt. Logan Thomas. Goddard's gotten hurt. I didn't even know Conklin is a better tight end than him receiving wise this year. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, this offense has been struggling the whole season. It would it. It's also just tough too because if we don't bring those guys back, you know, we know what we have with them. But bracing the unknown, it could could be even worse. And it, I think back to when we didn't have any tight ends. 
that was a hell I don't want to live yeah. through. Once Gronk left, we had a we had a hole in that position. We had Dalton Keene and Henry, yeah. and Henry has fulfilled that tight end position to his extent, like much better than they did. So I would like to bring him back, but if it's going to be for that same price range of twelve million dollars a year, I don't think the Patriots would even re-sign him. To be really yeah. honest, I think we'd we'd probably look somewhere else in in the free agent market this year. And if we are thinking about um, the tight end position available in free agency this year, um, you know, Hunter Henry is is again up there. Dalton Schultz is an option. He's twenty seven years old. Um, Texans are paying him six million. He would probably want a multi year deal. I, I would be happy with them bringing Dalton Schultz in over Hunter Henry again. But um, the crew that is sort of the free agent pool is not looking great. I don't know what the draft's looking like, but it's um, top five players are Hunter Henry, Dalton Schultz, Everett, Gesicki, Hooper, Tanyan's here. He'll probably re-sign um, with the Packers, I'd imagine. Um, it's not not looking too great. Jimmy Graham's there if we want an ancient relic. Um, <laughs> Farrell Brown. Dude, literally all three of our tight ends need to be re-signed. Oh, Albert Oquavinom. I can't believe you could just say that. Oquabernam, like I would not have pronounced it like that. Yeah, I Harrison really Bryant, maybe we call. can consider looking at him. He hasn't played too well, but I mean, not. It's not Giovanni Ricci. Yeah, he get a nice Italian on our team. He's a fullback. Dylan <laughs> Cook, that's a command. Yeah, so tight end market isn't looking too great um, this year, and. If we think about the the wide receiver market as well, because we know we're going to need some some help on the receiving end, uh, Mike Evans. Um, there's some speculation he might not sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into next season, um, which on their end that's a huge mistake. I don't know why you wouldn't bring a guy like him back into your team. Great leader. I like he's getting paid sixteen million dollars right now. I'd be ecstatic if they signed him to multi year deal. Um, Next, we got Odell. I think we should steer away from Odell. He's he's a fun player to have on a team, but I think he, bringing him in would be more of the same, um, and we'd just be frustrated yeah. over paying a guy like him. Scroll down because there's some good ones too. Um, and we got Curtis Samuel, Tyler Boyd, Cedric Wilson, Kendrick Bourne. Love to have him back. Uh, DJ Chark, Paris Campbell, um, Cole Hardman. Uh, Braxton Berrios, Jakeem Grant, Nelson Aguilar. We could bring him back. No. Run it back. Josh Reynolds, uh, Randall Cobb. He, Go to the big he, names. Go to the big names. Yeah, where? Yeah, T. Higgins. Oh, wow. Dude, they're just, I mean, Yeah, Ridley. they got no salary. These guys are going to get big. Michael Pittman Jr. Noah Brown, Matthew Slater. Chase Claypool, notable Canadian. That's true. Marquise Goodwin. Van Jefferson, notable Did London you, Black Knight. Van Jefferson. Sterling Shepard. Scotty Miller, notable white man. Yep, 26-year-old white man. Equiminius St. Brown, brother of Amun-Ra, and also brother of Osiris. Greg Borch. James Crowder. Darnell Mooney. K.J. Osborne. We're, we're, I think we talked about this before. Darnell I think, Mooney seems like a Patriot. I think, Dar- yeah, Darnell Mooney and K.J. Osborne just seem like Patriots for whatever reason. We're going to sign them. They're going to do jack shit. And I like Darnell over Rahid Shahid. He's actually he, – he's been very good this year. Tim Jones. Who is that? That's a – Spider-Man. Let's get 44 yards in the season. Uh, Trey Nixon. We need him back. Kalen Doss. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, not looking too 
There is some good names, but Tyler Boyd the, also. Seems I feel like half of them will probably. Um, yeah, Tyler Boyd does sound like a Patriot, but most of these guys probably will re-sign with their current teams. Yeah, and I can't imagine anyone in particular would want to come to our situation right now for not paying them a boatload of money. Um, like Mike Evans, for example. What's he really in it for at this point in his career? He's 30 years old. He's got a Super Bowl. He's got a Super Bowl. You know, he's proven that he's in a 1,000-yard receiver every single year. Why would he go to a shit-bum franchise like the Patriots? Unless Belichick. we can get a guy, Belichick, but I don't know. Say we get Caleb Williams, and then is he like, oh, interesting. Wait, but free agency's before the draft, right? Yeah. Okay, so he would he'd probably sign before. Well, think about it. If At the end of the season, if the Patriots have a top – to pick, then you could, as a receiver who is a free agent, say, okay, they're going to draft a quarterback probably. Yeah. Or even if they don't, you're going to say, okay, well, they're going to draft Marvin Harrison and we'll have like a very elite wide receiver room. That's true. You know? So maybe you could say we can't be that bad if we're adding me plus this like generational wide receiver. Like a middle school quarterback could do well with that. It's true. Little did they know that our middle school quarterback might not be able to do well with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's facts. Um, that I mean, that would be awesome to get Mike Evans and, and Marvin Harrison, or or it's, I mean, I don't know how many veteran players too would willingly go into a situation where they knew there was a rookie quarterback at the helm. You know, that fresh out of college, you are one of the best prospects in a few generations of quarterbacks, um, but. At that point in your career, too, like, what if he took a pay cut and went with the Chiefs? You know, that pretty enticing. I don't know if he would want to do that, but wouldn't wouldn't be too too bad. Um, overall, some notable free agents as well going into next season. Kirk Cousins. It's going to be interesting to see how he can. Um, what I mean, where he's going to end up. To be completely honest, he's, he's yeah. as this year he's getting paid thirty five million dollars from. Yeah the Vikings he's he proved this year that he's a very good starting quarterback in the NFL but his Achilles injury is, is going to bring him back down again he's going to have to recover from that he's older it I feel bad for him honestly yeah I don't know what's going to happen you got Chris Jones who's a monster Daniil Hunter uh Derek Henry uh let's see Tyron Smith Josh Jacobs Zadarius Smith uh, Unique Ngakwe, I feel like he's always a free agent every year. Saquon and Tony Pollard, Dwayne Brown, Stefan Gilmore, Fletcher Cox still plays football, Chase Young, Jeff uh, Adoka, Adoku, Adoka, but Jeff Akuda, Akuda, jeez, dude, Devin White, we should sign really Devin good. White, that'd be so sick. Calais he's still Campbell. very young, Dalvin Cook, no, anyone, any nope. takers, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Yeah, there's some some good names. It's going to be interesting. Um, I do think a lot of these guys are going to resign. Josh Allen, the off, uh, outside linebacker on the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's very good. He's a dog. Um, Tyrod Taylor, perhaps. What? We go a year with like Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Oh, he's in the Giants. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I, I would I would not want to do a year with Tyrod Taylor. I mean, let's take a look at these free agent quarterbacks. Like, I'll I'll name off these people. You let me know if you would be I'm gonna say no down for a bridge quarterback for a year. Say we draft Marvin Harrison, have a bridge quarterback for a year. 
Would and you be what? interested in and any then of these drafts guys? that's shittier? Or like, I mean, we're probably gonna be in the same position. You know, we don't even know if we'll end up with the first pick yet. And even if we do, the who only, knows what the pass will do? There's only one player on this list who I will accept, and I don't know if he's a free agent this year. All right. So Kirk Cousins. No, I would be happy with Kirk Cousins. No, okay, we'd be too good. I mean, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting football. It'd be a lateral step. Ryan Tannehill. Uh, yeah. Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor. What do you mean we'd be too good with Kirk Cousins? We'd win. We'd win. Like if we draft Marvin Harrison and we have a capable quarterback and our defense is just as good, we'll win like eight or nine games. We'll be a fringe playoff team again. Kirk is old. We'll be getting shittier picks, and while we're getting yeah, like true. late round picks, our team is getting older. That's true. Uh, oh, Tannehill, Brissett. No, Tyrod Taylor, no. Marcus Mariota, no. Sam Darnold, no. Jameis Winston. Yes, he's the only one. He is the exception. I love Jameis Winston. Maybe I only love yeah. him because I get to watch him on someone else's team. Yeah, but I, I mean, think he is the funniest, the funniest quarterback that's ever touched a football. He he threw a pass in the game last week to Chris Olave that was so underthrown. He was like getting bracketed by the corner of the safety, the corner uh, jumped up and he tipped it and it went over the safety's head who was going to pick it off and it landed perfectly in Chris Olave's arms and it cut back to Jameis and he was like, <laughs> he like did a fist bump like that's how he planned it to go. He was I like, yes. <laughs> yes, together. <laughs> He's just so funny. Um, like, even if we sucked with Jameis Winston, I would find a way to think it was funny, I think. Yeah, that's true. I'd, Everyone else can pound sand on this um, list. No way. All right, there's a stick, few players off. on this list that I think I'd be happy with going into next season. Maybe not happy, but it, it, at least content bridge guys. Because it's like, would you rather see any of these guys playing over the current people we have now? I, I would I would like them, like them to see if we don't get it. Oh, what am I saying? English words. Um, if we don't get one of these quarterbacks in the draft, I don't want to go into the next season with Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi at the helm. I think if we're going to get a bridge guy, I would like them to pursue potentially Baker Mayfield, Tyler Huntley, or Joshua Dobbs. I think those are the three guys out of the free agent quarterbacks besides Kirk Cousins. I think most of them, you know, they're young. They have sort of a, a, a factor, a facet about their game that makes them a, a good quarterback. Not good quarterback, but like an okay backup quarterback in the league, you know. But I, capable starters too. Joshua Dobbs has been playing the best football he's ever had. Also, he's an astronaut, right? Or he's on his way to yeah. becoming an astronaut. He works for NASA. The pastronaut is what they call him. Pastronaut. I would be down like with that. Baker. I like Baker a lot. I mean, Belichick wanted him originally too, right? Yeah, so, if he didn't go one. Belichick was going to trade up to two. That would be that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, I'd be a fan. I would like that, but that's how I feel about the free agency class. Um, it's not uh, know, not a, not a great class overall, but could be worse. And we have a lot of ways to improve this offseason. So I think obviously it depends. The draft is informed by what we do in free agency. So got to resign some guys. Hopefully sign some guys out of the free agency pool and get the team better. If we can come away with like a T Higgins or a Tyler Boyd, or I mean, Calvin Ridley is obviously going to stay in Jacksonville, I think, but if somehow he doesn't sign Calvin Ridley, 
it'd be awesome. You know, pick up a tight end or maybe draft a tight end. Um, Brock Bowers is in the draft this year. I know we have other pressing issues and he's going to go probably just outside the top five, but he's one of the best tight ends I've ever seen in college. So we'll see. There's a lot of ways to navigate this um, and we can only just sit and wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but up next week, who, who are we playing? Who are we playing next week here? Is it the Panthers? Dude, I hope not. Would we Panthers. lose the Panthers? We we. I don't think we would. I think we'd beat the Panthers. I think that would cement. No, we're playing the Pittsburgh oh, the Steelers. Steelers, of course. Yes, the George Pickens game. Who's a player that played for the Patriots and the Steelers? It's the the Legarrette Blunt Bowl. Did you know that? I didn't know he played. For the he Steelers. did. He got traded to the Steelers, and then he got uh, caught smoking weed with Le'Veon Bell, and they suspended him. And then the Steelers traded him back to us. That's and then funny. he got 18 touchdowns. Let's go. Yeah. Shout out to Garrett Blunt. Um, but, you know, it's going to be an intense matchup this week. We have um, Bailey Zappi, who just got zapped by the Chargers, going up against um, Mason Rudolph. No, 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 no. Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Mitchell oh, Trubisky. Oh, God, who, dude. It's going to be the worst football game I've ever seen. Notable MVP. And yeah. it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a defensive hellstorm. Um, I don't think Najee Harris is playing as well. He sucks. He's, he's he's good, not no, great. He's, not. he's been better past past few weeks. I picked him up in fantasy. I don't think he's good. Yeah, I don't think he's good. I think <laughs> Najee Harris is the same as Zeke. Oh, yes, he's better than Zeke. I disagree. If we had Najee Harris on this team, he would be much better than Zeke. I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with that. But you know what? We could agree. To disagree. And that's what the dropback podcast is all about. Compromise. But not surrender, because the Patriots are not giving up. And we're, we're not giving up. We're either. not out. We're not out of it yet. We gotta win out and gotta pray. This has been the dropback podcast. Thank <laughs> you.